This is Dr. Hubert, and you're listening to The Dr. Hubert Show. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Dr. Hubert Show. I am super excited about today's show. I hope all of you are doing well. Uh, It's looking like people are gearing up for a holly jolly Christmas, and I hope everyone's plans are coming together, and I hope everybody's going to spend quality time with their friends, family. Remember, that's what it's all about. It's about making memories, not about creating debt and buying a bunch of gifts and all those kind of things. Um, But for some people out there, um, it's not going to be holly. It's not going to be jolly. Um, I've had a lot of people reach out in the last in the last three to four weeks uh, about depression. And if you listen to some of my previous shows, I kind of said this was going to happen. As soon as the time changes and the days get shorter and colder, uh, this is when the highest rates of depression actually starts. And I technically do not treat depression. However, I do help people change their perspective on their life. And in my personal opinion, uh, depression depression is a choice. Um, and, and I know that sounds like very tough love. I know that a lot of people will totally disagree because they've been clinically diagnosed. But when I think about depression, uh, you know, at, at some point, people really, you have, you have to look in the mirror and say, you know what, today's the last day. The last day of me being a victim today is the day that I'm going to take control and take command of my life. So when you think about being depressed, um, the first thing that comes to mind when I think about the lowest points of my life, um, I really think about that I was consumed with everything that was going wrong in my life. Um, So I was consumed with everything that was going wrong and not uh, really being thankful for everything that was going right. And that's why I say uh, depression is a choice because you have to find the upside of things. You have to find the things that are going well in your life and be thankful for those. Uh, if you just simply dwell on everything that goes wrong, you will never get out of that rut. You will never pull yourself out of that hole because there's always going to be something wrong, right? So there's never, life is never going to be perfect. There's never going to be a perfect situation. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do. There's going to be things that could always be better. So if you spend your time focusing on the things that are wrong, you will always be depressed. So ironically, when we look at clinical depression, I mean, the strong argument comes from the people who've been clinically diagnosed, but the the, the bad part about clinical depression is it didn't even exist until 1986, right? So it didn't exist until 1986. And ironically, in 1987, the drug Prozac came out. So no one was depressed clinically until 1986. However, in 1987, Prozac came out and became the number one selling drug for over 20 years in the United States of America. So is that a coincidence? I don't know. It's one of those things where you follow the money trail, you start to figure out exactly why things are the way they are. Um, if you look at the history of Prozac, it was a top selling drug, but um, in a, most of the placebo studies, uh, it didn't do very well. In fact, most of the time, the placebo did better than the Prozac. So um, be careful with this stuff. Be careful with getting a diagnosis. And once you have the diagnosis, you just you just believe you have to live live with it. I think that I don't I don't believe there's any drug that will fix your life. You're never going to swallow enough pills to fix your life. Ultimately, you have to look in the mirror and say, today's the day I'm going to start fixing my life. And it's a process. It's not going to happen in one day. It didn't fall apart in one day. You didn't fall off into the rut in one day. 
ultimately, uh, there is a series of events that led to that. But it's it's in life, it's not about getting hit. It's about the way you get up. And some people just don't get up. Uh, they stay they stay knocked down. So we have to find a way to get up. No how no matter how devastating the blow is. And uh, I'm not negating the reality that depression doesn't exist. I know it exists. It's it's a real thing. But the reality of it is, we do have a choice whether we allow it to continue to consume us. And we do have a choice as to what we choose to focus on. And I know for a fact that the lowest points of my life, I was focusing on all the things that were going wrong instead of what was going right and what I had to be thankful for. So no matter what the situation is, I mean, literally write down all the things you're you're thankful for and you're glad that are happening and the things that actually give you a little bit of opportunity and a little bit of hope uh, and focus on those things. Because if you focus on those, all the other stuff really starts to not be nearly as important. A lot of times the stuff we're focusing on that we we cannot change. So if you can't change it, why focus on it? What you can change is your perspective, your view, your outlook, your plan, your strategy. You can change all those things. And ultimately, that's the way you start truly fixing your life. If you're waiting for someone else to come along and fix your life, it's not going to happen. You know, if you're waiting for the perfect woman or the perfect man or your kids to do something, you have this high expectation of them and they're not doing what they're supposed to do and you're depressed because of it. Uh, do not put your stock in other people to fix your life. Your your life is your responsibility. Uh, you're the only person that can truly make it better. Um, life is tough. I mean, it's not easy. None of this stuff is easy. There's not a single easy day. There's always something going on. There's always something tough. But but the reality of it is, we cannot become. Uh, volunteer victims. Uh, volunteer victims are the people who literally dwell on every single thing that's wrong. Life is hard enough. You're going to take enough blows just living life that you don't have to volunteer to take the beatings, right? You don't have to volunteer to take your beatings. And you dang sure shouldn't serve your own self those beatings. Uh, it's you're going to get hit. You're going to get knocked down, but you got to get back up. And it's hard to get knocked back, knock, hard to get up when you're getting when you're knocking yourself back down. It's very very tough to do. So um, I, I always think about that old saying that says, I, I, I felt sorry for myself because I didn't have any shoes until I saw the man that didn't have any feet. So there are always going to be people that are far worse off than you. When you start to look and start to pull yourself out of a rut and you're looking for things to be thankful for, just look around. You don't have to look very far to see someone that's in a far worse situation uh, than you are, that has far less resources, far less hope. Um bigger handicaps, those kind of things. So uh, look at other people, look at, start to study other people that have come from a bigger deficit and actually made it to the top. And then ask yourself, you know what, if, if they did it, I know I can do it. I'm in a far better situation than they were when they started. And now all of a sudden I can go to the top. Or if you truly are that person who are is at the rock bottom, you can't find a person in a worse situation than yourself. What you have to do is create your own story. You have to say, you know what? My story is going to be better because of this. My life is going to be better because of this. Everything that has happened to me, every hard blow that I've been dealt is going to make my story even better. It's going to make my victory even better, my triumph even better. So uh, you can't dwell on it. You can't stay there. Uh, it just makes for a miserable life and a miserable existence and, and big things, just terrible things just keep happening uh, when your focus is on what's everything's when everything's going wrong. When you focus on everything that's wrong and not what's going right, 
um, it just continues to pile up. It just seems like, you know, literally all you can see is all the broken things in your life. And um, you don't want to live that life. That's a miserable life. It's so much better if you can get yourself to the other side where uh, you're amazed at how many great things, how many great things continue to happen to you. You're not surprised because you expect great things to happen. But depressed people don't do that. Another thing I've noticed about depressed people is they're simply not active enough. They quit doing quit doing activities because of their depression. And they use their depression as an excuse to stop participating. Um, busy people typically are not depressed. So if you're truly depressed, look at your day and look at what you're doing and how you're spending your day. That means you're not doing enough. You need to pack your day full, right? So if you're really busy, you don't have time to be depressed. And now what you're busy on, that's up to you. You do have a choice. Now, if you're truly depressed, if you're truly depressed and you're finding all this time that you're wasting being depressed and it's consuming you, the best part of it is you have time to fix yourself. You have time to study other people that have come from a larger deficit. You have to have time to get around people uh, that are positive and doing the things that you want to do and have the life you want to live. The best part of it is you don't actually have to physically go out and find and meet these people. You don't have to hunt them down and try to try to bump elbows with them. I think at some point that's great. But the reality is now um, there's everybody is on YouTube and truly successful, happy people cannot wait to share how they became successful. If the people you're wanting to learn from won't share how they're doing it, uh, nine times out of 10, they're not who they say they are. Uh, truly happy, successful people can't wait to tell you their story and how they did it. Uh, people who are faking it and lying, uh, those are the people who won't tell you anything. They think they think life's this poker match. But the reason they're like that is because, because they don't want you to know the real truth. So they constantly withhold information. But uh, the truly successful, there are literally hours and hours and hours of YouTube. You can just pick any of them, hours, and they can't wait to tell you how they did it. You know, they can tell, can't wait to tell you all the steps and all the secrets that you have to go through. Uh, but you also get to hear their true story, and you'll find out that look, everybody that's made it has been through something. So you do not have time to waste. We only get one life. We have one life to live, and we absolutely cannot waste a single second of it uh, being depressed, being the victim, beating ourselves up. Uh, this time of year, it's very common. Uh, suicides go up, clinical depression, uh, hospital visits go up, doctor's office visits go up. Obviously, the prescription medications uh, are delivered and handed out more. But that's never going to fix you. I know there's people out there that swear their Prozac is the best thing that ever happened. Their effects are Zoloft, all these antidepressants. But uh, in all the clinical trials over the years, exercise, physical exercise has been proven more effective than all of the all of the medications. Literally, physical exercise, getting moving. Uh, there's a neuroscientist that just recently did a study that literally uh, it showed when people are moving forward, that's when they're the happiest. So when people are physically moving forward, they are happier than when they are being still or moving backwards. Okay, so that tells us right there we should be moving. We should be moving forward. We should be ready to go. Um, you know, for those of you that follow the show each and every day, I'm up about two hours two hours early. And that's all I'm doing is putting good stuff in my head, learning from other people. I love studying these billionaires of the world. And how did they come up with it? Because at no point, you know, the thing that started me on this journey is when I first started my very first business, uh, I was like most people that started a business. That first three or four years, I was exhausted. I was tired. I was frustrated. I had staff problems. I really didn't enjoy my life. It was nothing that I thought it was going to be. In fact, I literally, for the first 
a month or two. I mean, I literally cried every single day because I couldn't believe that I had had spent all this time getting this education and gone into all this debt for a life that I absolutely could not stand. I hated it. But but as as I started to look at other people who have created successful lives and successful businesses and and really what I saw as the as the whole picture, they had all the things they want. They weren't just great at business. They had great families and they had nice things and they were able to travel and eventually they got the time to do the things that they wanted to do. I figured out pretty quick that there wasn't enough hours in a day for a billionaire to make a billion dollars with his, his or her own two hands. And as, as I dug deeper into this, I figured out, wow, these people have a team. They have people to help them. They also have coaches. They also have mentors. They have a strategy, right? I didn't have any of that. I was just literally, I was just going, I was like, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to get up earlier and I'm going to stay up later and I'm going to work through lunch and eventually I'm going to get there. That That is all a lie. Okay. That's not true. Now, am I saying you shouldn't work hard? You absolutely should work hard. You should stay busy. But you have to be strategic in your in your process. For me, I was just literally I was just going to to spend 24 hours a day just pushing, pushing, pushing until I finally fell over. And that's what happened. I ended up getting sick from it. Stayed sick a long time. Couldn't figure out what was wrong with myself. Uh, The reality of it is I was not happy in what I was doing and I was did not have a strategy. I didn't have a team. I was taking on the whole world by myself and you can only do that so long. So you have to have a team. You have to have people in your circle that promote you. Now, if you're depressed, look at the people in your circle. That could be another huge problem for you. If your people in your circle are dragging you down or they're more depressed than you or they're encouraging your depression or enabling your depression, they're doing all the things that you quit doing because you're depressed, you got to get away from these people. These are the people that are killing you. They're going to keep you in that rut. You'll never get out, right? So if there's enablers in your life, and it may be your mother, it may be your father, it may be your brother, sister that feels sorry for you, for your situation, and they keep enabling you. They keep giving you the things and taking care of all the things that you quit taking care of. Uh, this is why, this is why you're depressed because you're not busy, you're not active, you're not moving forward and uh, there's no end in sight for you. So you literally have to start taking on some responsibility, owning your depression, owning the things that have gone wrong, but also recognizing the things that have gone right and be thankful. Uh, Thankful people typically are not depressed. One of the best things you can do just immediately today, go help someone else. Okay, so go go help someone else in a situation that's worse than yours. Or maybe you have a talent or a skill that you can go and you can help somebody else. If you can help somebody else, that's going to give you the best feeling ever. It's hard to be depressed when you're helping other people. Go help somebody else uh, reach their destiny, fulfill their dreams. And then all of a sudden, if you do that long enough and you do that enough times, eventually people are going to start asking How can we help you? How can we get on board with your dreams, uh, your desires? How can we help you be everything you want to be? Or even better yet, they may say, what do you want to be? And you may or may not know, but at least you'll go home and think about what do you want to do? What do you want to have in your life? What does your life look like? If you could create the perfect life, where would you live? Um, You know, where would your kids go to school? What car would you drive? Uh, Where would you vacation? All of these things will start coming to you. But in the current state you're in, you've actually lost the ability to dream. And that's not uncommon. 79% of Americans Americans do not actually have real true dreams and goals, right? And that's a that's an aimless way to go about it. That's kind of the way I was in the first few years of my, my, my practice. I literally, I was starting out 
And the goal was just to stay in practice, to not go bankrupt and not go out of business. But eventually you have to be able to work for things that you truly want. Okay. Living in fear all the time, working just so you don't lose things. Uh, that's not where you want to be in the beginning. It's going to be like that for everybody. But remember, we are only motivated by pleasure or pain. Okay. So being motivated by pleasure is far better. It's a far better life than being measured, uh, being motivated by pain. Okay. Being motivated by pain is terrible. That means you got to get up and you can't be late and you can't get fired because you'll lose your house. You'll lose your car. Your kids won't be able to go to school. They won't be able to have lunch money. All these kind of things, all these overwhelming thoughts try, try to jump in. But when you're, when you're motivated by pleasure, that's when life gets really good. You mean to tell me if I get up and I do this, this, and this, and I reach this goal in three months and this goal in six months and this goal in nine months and this goal in a year that I can have all this, you know, I can take six months off, you know, I can buy the second home. Uh, I can, you know, donate to my church, whatever it is you want to do on a high level. Uh, whenever you're motivated by pleasure, it's going to be a lot more enjoyable journey than waking up every single day in fear wondering if I don't do this or I don't do that, I'm going to lose this or that. That's a terrible way to live. And you've got to get yourself past that as fast as possible because you really can't start living until you until you can get the fire off your heels. I mean, that's I've lived that life. I've lived for a long time, a lot longer than I should have. But these are all things that someone had to teach me. And I'm so happy to be able to share these things with you because all of a sudden you get a strategy, you put things in place, you put people around you in place, you set some goals, you 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 literally go and see other people who are doing things on a big level that came from a far worse deficit than you. And you're like, okay, I can do this. If they did it, I know I can do it. And all you have to do is get a win or two under your belt. But what most depressed people do, they get a win or two and they basically still focus on the one thing that went slightly wrong or didn't quite go right, right? So they're still focused on not being perfect. Let me tell you, there is no such thing as perfect. There are no perfect people. There are no perfect companies. There are no perfect um, business situations. There's always things you have to navigate through, always things you have to steer yourself. Uh, one of the best examples of not being perfect, the most valuable company in the world is Apple. Apple computers. Apple's is the most valuable company in the world, and they have never produced a product that didn't have a recall. They have never produced a single product that did not have at least one recall, right? So they're the best in the world, creating the most valuable company in the world, and even then, they don't get it perfect. If they can't get it perfect, why should you have to be perfect? So don't dwell on the things that are wrong. Focus on the things that are right. Surround yourself around the right people. Create a goal, create a strategy, a plan, and take it one day at a time, right? Doesn't matter where you're starting with all this. I mean, most people think because their great success didn't happen when they were 22 that there's no hope for them. Uh, I can't tell you how many people that lived an absolute terrible life until age 50. And then age 50, they got it together. Even a lot of people age 60, they couldn't find traction, had failed businesses, bankruptcies, divorces, uh, cars and houses repossessed. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong for the first 60 years of life. And then something happened. In the next five years, they became, became super, super wealthy, super happy, um, and found out the real meaning of life and found some true peace and joy. That's what it's all about. Live the life you want to live. You know, I, I know I refer to money a lot and I talk about money a lot and people say, well, money's not everything and money doesn't buy happiness. 
Uh, pay attention to who's telling you those things because those are the people that don't have any. I mean, nine times out of 10, those people do not have any. They haven't been able to create the life they want to live. And it's not just about having it, it's about what you do with it. And you can do so much more. You can actually have a big impact in your community uh, when you actually have the funds to do it. So think about these things. I hope this gets you fired up. I hope this really changes the doom and gloom of the, the holiday season for some because there is so much potential within you. There is no doubt you can do everything you ever wanted to do, but you can far exceed your own expectations and your life can become bigger than you ever imagined. But it all starts with you. Don't start. Don't keep looking for the magic pill. Uh, don't be looking for the magic person, right? Or the ideal situation or the perfect time. The perfect time will never get here, right? You just have to, you just have to jump. At some point, you just have to say, you know what? Today's the day I'm taking a chance. I'm betting on myself to be better. Put a timeline on it, put a goal there, and you do whatever it takes to get to that first goal. You do whatever it takes. You stay up late, you get up early, you work through lunch. Maybe you have to sell some of your personal items. It does not matter. You do whatever it takes to get there, but then what you're going to get is you're going to get lots of lessons and lots of momentum, and that momentum is going to carry you beyond what you ever thought you could be. God bless. We'll be back same time, same place next week.